Slack. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Over the Bridge Podcast. Um, as you know, it's us as four black guys, um, four black and mixed race grads from Cambridge University, talking about life before, during, and after the bridge. Um, today we're missing Kwaku, which is a shame, but everybody else say hi. Hello, Patrick on the mic today, P Money. I had a nice nap on the train over, so I'm feeling refreshed. Refreshed? Yeah. It's good people. Uh, Uncle Kwame here. I like going by that now. Actually. Uncle Kwame yeah. here. Uncle yeah, Kwame. Uncle Kwame, Tom, Tommy Dyer. Various names. Now. Various names. And my name is Bilal. Um, so pastor B. Introduce myself. Pastor B, as people also call me. I'm not an actual pastor. Please don't come to me for spiritual advice. I'll give you the wrong thing. <laughs> don't go to him. Don't go to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You know what's bad? Is I actually made friends at uni because people would come to me for spiritual advice. Really? Wait, yeah. define spiritual advice. Yeah. Like people like would be drunk. Ray and nephew. That not, kind of spirit. Shut up, man. I'll give them that, I would give them that too when they stepped into my church. Spiritual they advice. To, spiritual. They would come into my room having a life crisis, right? And be like, Bilal, you do theology, right? And they would just use me as some confession box. What would Jesus tell me every, what would What should I do? And it's mad. Did they understand that theology didn't mean that you were like a... I think you everyone... You weren't a priest. Like you weren't becoming a no, priest. No, but you, I think I was... That's what people thought. Right. Smart people are dumb, you know? Anyway, wow. common sense is uncommon. It's friend. common not sense common. is not common. It's uncommon. It really isn't. How's everyone's week been, though? Good. I can't complain. We, we thank God. It's um no good week, man. Good week. Um, nice to have Saturday just to uh, decompress from a, a, a long work week. Good week, I might add, but a long week still. Um, mm. I went to I went to a spin class today. Jeez. Yeah, man. I got I, I did it. I started back in 2016, kind of on and off. And then my favorite instructor, she she's back actually. She was. Oh, no, this is a new. It's good somewhere. No, 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 no. Like she's the like, way whispering all deep. No, yeah. not, not 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 favorite in that in that she's sense. Back, yeah. you know. If anyone's gone to cycle, you know about um, Kaya blood. Like she's just she's like when you when you when you ride on the on the bike to the beat and stuff. Oh, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. mind that the gutter, gentleman. Mind no. When you actually it's a spin class, you go spinning. You go on a bike. You yeah. bet you do. Shut up, man. Relax, relax. Take time, take time. Man. <laughs> no, but it's it's about it's about reminding you that of your own, like your, things like you're stronger than you think you think and things like that. It's just it just reminds you of your inner strength and stuff like that, which you think isn't possible while being on a mm. bike. But the the whole environment and stuff like that, you basically ride with 50, 60 other people in a dark room. I did that today, so that's very cool. So you know, put kind of puts my mind right for the week ahead that's and good. stuff mm. like that. So true, true, man. Okay. Calm. Patrick, Bilal, how was your week? Uh, yeah, my week was all right. What can I say? Yeah, me there, innit? Like, I'm here. Just here. Just That's here. It. That's yeah. literally all you I'm, have to say. I'm happy, man. Week. What happened this week? I ate some good food. Work wasn't too stressful. I bought Red Dead Redemption too. It's a good game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it's it. Just, it's, a simple, it's been a simple week, but I'm a man of yeah. simple, Sometimes simple pleasures, you know? You know? Yeah, man. True got air in my lungs can't complain you know? yeah pastor b yeah it's been good you know i went to see the stage adaptation of white teeth which is a book by zadie smith our patrons okay so they've turned it into a play in kilburn which is in my end and it was actually really fun to see the way that they've changed one of my favorite books by one of my favorite authors into something that fits for the stage mm. that's probably my highlight of the week i yeah. had a lot of work going on i did a wicked project actually with one of my new jobs working with a group of boys a group of um young men year 11, who've been identified by the school as potentially at risk of in one day by by behavior they've exhibited, becoming 
abusers or quite violent, oh, wow. um, particularly oh. towards women. And um, yeah, some of the work that I was involved in was like designing this like three sessions about masculinity, power, status, and how that plays out in a playground and in the world. Wow. We had a pretty sick first session, so I was quite proud of myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, just seven boys. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of that work. Now. That's really cool, man. Tell us how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Sure. Yeah, that kind of thing is really necessary, to be honest. Yeah, man. Trust me. Um, Trust me. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that you unlearn, like in the playground, among your peers, growing up around mm. other boys. That yeah, or girls when you play kiss chase. Yeah, that that's too. True. That when you're too. young, that's that's you're super young. Like yeah. you don't you don't realize. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, you don't mind, know yeah. anything. You're, yeah. Four, five, this, this, yeah. This, so there's things that you're sort of, sort of, uh, taught in society that, yeah, it's actually quite problematic that if if it's allowed to like mm. fester, fester, I don't know yeah. if the word fester is the right word, but if it's allowed to just kind of go on 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 um, unchallenged, unchallenged. Uh, mm. Thank you. Um, yeah, it can be um, very this very is it. destructive. Like we, had this, we basically got them to do like a spectrum. Off just words, just random words, and put them between masculine and feminine. Mm. Right? Well, obviously, explain mm. masculine and feminine. Means. That's an interesting. Exercise. And some of the Trust words me. were things like comfort, love, caregiver, mm. victim, mm. which all ended up by feminine. Feminine, yeah. And we talk about well, why, why, where did that come from? And then I asked them the question: One day, many of you are probably going to be dads in this room. Mm. How would what does it do if we think of men as not be, or we think of masculine behavior as not being caregivers, mm. comforting, or loving? Yeah. Would you like that to be said about you as a dad? And it just really reframed like the whole conversation for them. Right. It's nice pretty one. cool, man. What were the words that they associated with um, masculinity? Mm. Strength, power, control, mm. resilience, mm. Um, confidence. So all a lot of these words sound positive and a lot of the feminine words sound a bit more not yeah. negative, not negative, but passive. Well, not negative. Yeah, it was passive is the right word. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a so real good conversation about that, which was interesting. I'd associate resilience more with femininity the masculinity well, then but anyway this, this I mean, is it this is where the boys but, but yeah, yeah anyway mm. talk about that instead but mm. yeah um so yeah it's a cool cool bit of work cool cool week for me <clears throat> but this week what we want to talk about on otb podcast is um this idea of things that go viral right um who goes viral how do things go viral and most of all what's the importance of black twitter in helping for certain things to go viral do these things even deserve to go viral? And there's a reason, yeah. I guess, the context for this specific week for anyone who's listening into the future um, of where this conversation's come from is for for two two real, I think. My yay, yeah. <laughs> My yay is different to your yay. No, you can yeah. you can sing you can better. Sing, no, bro. I can't sing. You can bro. sing better. No, but listen, like, um, <laughs> can I do it in my high pitch thing, blood? My yay is different to your yay. Yeah, let's not ever, let's let's stick to the um, and yeah the um Shaka on, on the beat. Jeez, man, well. this whole I don't know. I'm a, I think I'm a bit of a granddad when it comes to these things. So I'll wait to, yo, to yo, hear what you lot have to you're say. You're a granddad generally. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm only 28, Uncle man. Pat. Chill out with that. Um, <laughs> but, Patrick from EastEnders out here. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Let's let's get into it because I. Mm. This week, I mean, it's it's been funny, but now that Burner Boy track has just been ruined for me. Then the Shaku Shaku on the beat, oh, bro. I, I guess I was just yeah, it kind of passed me by because I've been. Are you annoyed now. because you don't like either of the Do you know songs? What? It's not even that I'm annoyed. Like I I spend a lot of time on Twitter and there's a lot of stupidness that you see on there, and a lot of the time it's really really funny. Um, and even these two things have, well, what, 
the sh- the shaku shaku on the beat. I don't think I really understand what is appealing about it, but it's not for me to understand. But the other one, the my year is different too. That's funny. Like okay, I, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like it's a nice meme, haha. But it's just crazy how it just kind of like. I feel like the the um, the value of these two, I don't know, artifacts of Twitter culture, is not so much the content, but the content that has been created via people creating memes out of it. That's mm. what's made it funny. Or that's what's made it attractive or valuable. Like so the whole, not the actual thing itself. No, because in isolation, those two things are just like, okay, the guy can sing. Like the, yeah. the vocals are. Yeah, the vocals yeah. are on point. Like I, I definitely did not do him justice with my rendition. Like he can sing well. Mm. The other girl, Loz, is the boss. Like that's some... Cool, props to her. Like, you know, you're just having fun with your friends. You know, you do a little video, but it's not like, because I'm hearing now, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I'm hearing now, like, you know, these people are talking about record deals and that with Warner Brothers and. and shouldn't we be proud? Like, like, shouldn't. Is, yeah, should man, we listen, be proud. Get it how you live. It's just mad to me. Yeah. That's all. That's what I say. Like, if you if you can secure the bag doing what you what you do and you enjoy, get it how, get you, how live. you live, man. Um, but I'm just like, wow, like. It's, it's crazy. But anyway, what, what do you guys think? I don't know. Hmm, I mean... Well, I don't use social media too tough, so I don't really... I'm a little bit away from the, the bubble. Yeah. yeah. But you know... You, yeah, you yeah, know I know. Of course, no, I know. Yeah. I know. Tom's people, one of the people who just prees, you know. He doesn't have social media, but he somehow knows so how, what's going so on. So you're on, you're on Twitter, but you just... Don't tell anyone what, what your burner No, is. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> got I, a burner Twitter account. I don't have a burner. I don't, I don't use a personal Twitter account. But I have access to Twitter accounts, so such, you as, were... such as, oh, such as, <laughs> oh, like such as OTB Twitter okay. or Capital okay. Moments. So wait, example. you're using our Twitter just to do your, your <laughs> no, dirty little? No, I don't. My, my, no, your... I don't. I don't. That's you. Your dirty little thing. That's you, blood. Bro, not, your no. little wow. secret. So he's like, I'm not on Twitter, but, but I'll but, go on the no, OTB said, Twitter I've said account. This to you before. Wow. I've said this is what Twitter accounts being wow. used. We did not make OTB Twitter for this. Listen, like you say, get it how you live. For your sordid preen, like you say, get it how you live. In it, but um, okay. no, so I mean, I mean, um, I don't know, I don't know. At like, the end of the day, it's just it captures sentiment, do you know what I mean? It's all, it's all, it's all animal spirits. So, all that's a that's an expression by Keynes, actually. I think, I think Keynes came up with it that we all, we all, we all have similar um opinions about things in terms of or, or similar attitudes to things that we see. Mm. So, you know, we talk about this is more markets Wait, related, all of us, all, all of us have similar feelings to things that we we see. In the sense Are you talking that, about like the way marketing appeals to people yes. is designed? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not not we have the same opinion, okay, okay. but the kind of response often can be the same to things that we often see. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like that. It's sort of mm. it, the, the the those things. You know, Ashako on the beat as well. Maya <laughs> is different. It it kind of captured a sentiment. Do you know what I mean? No one knows mm. what it means. Have we? It's provocative. No one Guess knows what it going. means. Um, I feel like we're assuming that everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, um, so I want to backtrack. Yeah, maybe. sorry. I, I mean, we've just kind of jumped in and... Yeah, just started so, talking about being viral, right? And yeah. I guess I guess the two things that we're referencing here are just two specific videos, which you haven't seen them. Just type them in. Just type in yeah. my yay is different to your yay. Yay spelled Y-E. With, 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 with an accent. With an accent. You want to put an accent on there. Mad. And, Does that and, accent go to the left or to the right? Is it's, it It's a wow. downward accent. It's a grave accent. This is the most... A grave. What's the other one? There's two acute. accents. Acute. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We're doing analysis yeah. of this. this is We're a linguist here, isn't he? He knows, bro. You got me in here, so I might as well lend my expertise and that. We'll give to make room for you, bro. Yeah, so there's the... My yay is different to your yay. Um... The guy, the guy kind of looks like um, what's his name, Ruben Loftus Cheek, the footballer. Eh? Can he? What? The guy that seems like does he? Does, man, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a little bit. Anyway, uh, and then the other one is ladies. Do you to any yeah. ladies listening? Do you agree with this? Yes or no? Does uh, Mister Maye? His, his name is Osh. His name is Osh. Actually, does he look like? Osh. Where's he from? Is he is he Nigerian? I don't know. I think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I don't okay. Know. I okay. So. I don't know. And then the other video is this. Um, Loz is. Loz. Boss, girl. Her name's Loz. Yeah. She's a buzz. And she um so Doesn't basically the, right thing much. the beat, which is a really cool beat, the ZZ beat by um is what's his name's track, Kodak Black's track. That mm-hmm. was a bit like he sort of um he previewed it, or at least the beat, uh, in a studio once, and that in itself became a bit of a meme because the, the beat sand was flies, fire. right? There was even a meme about sandflies. No, um, the, the fruit flies. The fruit flies, yeah, yeah. fruit flies, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, this beat, yeah. like, this is just like this is how Twitter culture is like meme culture is crazy like all of these different things have been used for memes but anyway so Kodak Black released the track and it was a disappointment so after that everybody was like oh I'm gonna do my version of like singing or rapping on top and uh, one of the um, versions was this um, yeah Shaku Shaku on the beat so, but like my point is that it's not really this conversation isn't really about those two no it's not it's, a, no. it's about meme Meme culture, meme culture, meme culture, culture right. going viral in general. Yeah, um, but like these two things, I guess, have just brought it to light yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, because this isn't this isn't brand new, but it is a relatively new concept. Well, I think in I think in the, in the in the in the in the chamber at Twitter or of Twitter, we see it. We kind of that's new, but in terms of things becoming viral or trends becoming viral, that isn't new. So why don't you think it's new? I think it's quite a relatively no, new phenomenon so. due to, due to social media. No, how, how else would no, things... I don't think it's new. The, what, how things becoming viral? How people in flipping Ecuador interacting with no. stuff that Black Twitter have made? Or do you see what I mean? That, like, that is, that, I admit that is new, but mm. in terms of things actually becoming viral, that isn't new. Like I'll give you an example. Um, tulip mania. Back, back in the 1600s, I think it was 1600s or 1500s, mm. right? Um, people got crazy about buying... Tulips. Yeah, but how long did that take? That's the point. Like, we're, talk, we're talking about instantaneously. We're talking about viral okay, well, culture bit... in things literally blowing up in a matter of hours. Okay, then that's that's a bit more new, right? But and that's, I that's give okay, new. okay, that I agree. That's a bit more. Well, new. Tell us more about this tulip. Thing, okay, so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so intrigued. Kind of worm the story years. No, no, it's cool. But so, um, people. Oh, someone's gonna have to help me, and 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 if you if you remember, please. If, I, I I can't remember specifically, but I think it was to do with people thought that tulips were basically the equivalent to gold, so everybody kept on buying tulips, and even though they were gonna and die, pe- people, yeah, yeah, that's the maddest thing. People would spend the equivalent of a mortgage on buying one tulip, huh. and it was basically people people treated it like gold or like a, an asset that was gonna be here forever, almost like a bitcoin or something. It kind of it okay. moved in that way, okay. One day, I was thinking it just it just kind of cr- the, the market for tulips just crashed because nobody was there. I was like, nah, what do tulips do? Kind of thing. Nobody <laughs> wants it anymore. <laughs> like, what does it do? Obviously, people what buy does tulips, anything but do, like, people be, they, no one was prepared to spend their mortgage on buying yeah. one single tulip anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's and it's kind of like, that and that's that's like an, that's like animal spirits. We see that all the time. Look right, at the okay. um, the tech bubble in the two thousands, where mm. for example, any company 
that mm. added .com to its name or mm. we are a tech company, bruv, the valuation on that company, yeah, yeah. mad. And then yeah. one day, what happened to the bubble? People were like, this is the oh, thing. So right, everyone like, buys into it for a, for a period of time and mm. it suddenly crashes. Yep. Similar to what you're saying about Bitcoin, as mm. we all know, was it last? Was it even this year? Was it yeah, this year that Bitcoin just exploded? I think it blew up last, last year. Was it last year? No, when everyone, every, was it yeah. last year when everyone just wanted I to I think it was 2017, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, obviously it's different to the instant thing because Bitcoin, as I recall, is, is, it was kind of created as we know it in like 2008. Yeah. Mm. No, but I mean more about but, this, this bubble that's created yeah. off something mm. that very quickly is for a very limited time period. Yeah. Like it has a, has a very limited lifespan. Yeah. yeah. In the same way that some of these memes do as well. Yeah. Like things come and go. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's what but I then, think about that. The whole okay, thing. So, so. Did we, it sounds like a little bit of a sidetrack, but it's not. Did, have you lot ever heard of the dancing mania that happened in like the, the what, the 1500s or something? Whereby people mm. randomly would just break out into like, I'm talking days on end of just dancing nonstop in like these villages around. Was this like because of like a medical condition? Like it so plague like, or something like that? It's or? believed to be because of some plague. And I say that with like speech marks and believed to be maybe that people had eaten something wrong and just couldn't stop dancing. And maybe it's, just like, some, it's called like dancing mania. It's like, like a laughing body. And, and yeah, for like days on end, people would dance and dance and dance until they actually just die. Just shaku shaku on shaku, the beat. Just keep shakuing on that beat, man. <laughs> until their heart but, stops beating. But the mad thing is like, for me, that's about, and apparently the more the more people would see people doing it, the more that they'd join in and just carry on. And I saw Even this, though they weren't sick? Even though they didn't well, have this? I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But you, but, you're talking like you were there. I so wasn't I, there, bruv. I can't yeah, time I know, travel. My, my, my point Doctor is, Who. You're, you're talking like you know the, the story, <laughs> but then I ask you key things. And you bruv, I've read a Wikipedia article. I'm not okay. a genius, yeah? Okay. Okay. But when I read about it, I was intrigued about this idea of people just, just joining in with something and like this frenzy that happens. And when I saw, when I first started one of my jobs, um, they showed us a video about leadership. Yeah. And this video actually now has come back to mind because in this video... You see someone at a festival and they're dancing on their own and they're trying to get other people to dance with them, but no one wants to dance. But then st suddenly like two people behind join in and then like everyone else is like, oh, now it's acceptable to yeah, join yeah, in yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see that all the time at parties though. Do you know what I mean? Like you get to yeah. a party or like it's you're at awkward. a wedding yeah, and nobody's really dancing Other yet. than that awkward kid like in the middle of the dance. Yeah. Floor, and then for some around. reason like everyone eventually there's a tipping point right? yeah 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 and it, this is the same thing i believe with with memes and viral culture no that think about it it's like but no i agree but it's even like it's even down to things like a simple um all right retweets and likes for example so mm. like like someone who might talk sense and has only got i don't know five ten re i don't know the magnitude but something small yeah. retweets and but you're thinking i ain't gonna retweet it but someone will say not stupidness but someone will say ah oh, it was a nice bird in the sky today. You'll get 30,000 retweets. Yeah. Like, why? See, like why? some of the things that celebrities say, you're like, honestly, why are you yeah. retweeting? Twitter yeah. tweeted wow the other day and got bare retweets. Mm. Twitter mm. itself just mm. said wow. Yeah, man. It's um it's a weird one. It's a but, weird one. I, I just just so you know, I found the the thing about the dancing plague of 1518. I'll I'll quickly read out what it says here. So the dancing plague or dance epidemic of 1518 was a cause of dancing mania that itself has its own Wikipedia page that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace in the Holy Roman Empire in July 1518. Around 400 people took to dancing for days without rest 
and and over the period of about one month, some of those affected collapsed or even died of heart attack. Over a month. Yeah, heart attack, stroke, or exhaustion. I just oh. want to know what what kind of dancing they were doing. Like what it like they were what, what kind of shape, it wasn't, bruv, They weren't they listening to the jungle. Time, like big, big shapes, they would, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. I just want to know what, like yeah, but I want to know what a fifteen eighteen up. rave looks like. Like no, they no, like cutting, mini rocking or like shapes, they, <laughs> cutting, big big shapes. Like man. what was the what was the moves back then? <laughs> like because anytime I think about like dancing in them times, it's just like people like slowly dancing around in a circle, yeah. listening to like recording music. Like, yeah, when they say dancing mania, like that. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing like proper like ravey. Like do you know what I mean? So I want to know what that looks like. I wish I could. It wasn't like carnival. No, nah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, were they working up? Like, what was going <laughs> on? <don't know. laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. But, oh my but anyway, gosh. Like, but I'm thinking now about like this idea of a tipping point, like you were saying, Tom. Mm. Like, what is the tipping point for things to go viral? Because yeah. obviously, at one point, these videos were just put out there and someone probably went, that's dead. And then suddenly, within... Maybe minutes or hours. I think in this context, when we talk about things going viral on Twitter and Instagram, or like in today's society, mm. especially like in London, the London culture that we have is literally, and this is the point I was making before about <clears throat> the value of these, these videos, these memes don't, they're not, in, they're not intrinsic. Yes. It's what people add onto them. I using them as a meme and telling a joke with them or using it in, in a way that's humorous. That's what's made these things Blow because in and of themselves, like the six seconds of my yay is different to your yay. Like mm. it's okay. I don't know if it's funny or if it's like. I mean, he's got a good voice, but but it's mm. the way that people have used it as for jokes. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I can find some of them jokes. Is it, is it even worth me? I don't think it's, even it's not worth even worth it. it. But my point is, is people use these things as. You know, as something, I think humor is the thing that kind yeah. of bonds yeah. people. Push, push, yeah, pushes these things, these things forward. That's how I think the majority of meme culture is to have a little chuckle in it, yeah, and about also humor. to use it as, 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 yeah, exactly. I agree to to basically propel something funny mm. and to. It's just another medium of propelling something funny. It's like salt play, for example, mm. Right? Mm. like that whole kind of sprinkle of salt on the meat. Mm. Like you can that. That can be used in so many contexts. Mm, mm, but when mm, someone does this, sprinkle the salt. It's yeah, like that. And so people use that to propel something. And Did we have and... things like this when we were in school? No, that's the thing. We didn't... Re we were dictated like... Things that were like cool or like... It, like the difference today is we are... All of us creators of content that we feed to each other. True. Whereas when we were kids, we were fed what was funny. We, we turn fed, on the TV we and we're told shit, Mr. Man. Blobby is funny or yeah. Basil Brush is funny. But now we can create. That is still there. But this is why like brands are trying to work out this 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 social media monster because mm. what's happening is and Twitter is amazing. Like when you think about it, you have millions of people creating content for free mm. and it going like millions of people seeing it. Like when like, you think of like we were talking about advertising and marketing recently, like mm. That was a good in the time. early days of mm. Twitter when things used to go that must have blown people's minds like there's literally millions of people just ways to make money making 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 taking their own time out to make funny videos making things go viral all for free T Twitter yeah. doesn't charge anything 
But and this is the other day you were um, annoyed because one of your tweets got used in a, an article. And I wasn't annoyed. I was you seemed just, annoyed. Was, you were like, BBC need to run me my check. <laughs> and I was like, bro, they don't need to run you anything. Because the thing about Twitter broke, is like- man. I'm just trying to clean <laughs> checks. <laughs> the thing about Twitter is that any content that you put on there, Twitter owns it. Yeah, and, it's their IP, and, isn't so, it? Yeah, so they, mm. They, mm. they own it. So when you think about it, it's like, all these people around the world are putting in mad work to create content. And you may not think, okay, like it's not a lot, it's nothing, you know, like a little video here and there, but that on the other, like on the business side of things, it's yeah. nuts. Like, yeah, trust me, people have monetized platforms, maybe more so YouTube and stuff like that, but mm. people have monetized oh, being people creators of content. got their checks over Twitter as well. Yeah, no, true, like, you know, true. one or two activists and that, like they've blown from being, you know. To being on billboards. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. Yeah. So we see these we see these things right where where suddenly it becomes a money making thing because people can, you know, advertisers as you were saying, brands, um, industry people can now see that this person has got X amount of likes or retweets or whatever on this thing. So now can we make money off of them? Mm. And Patrick, at the start of this episode, you sounded kind of vexed by that, but then you just ended it with saying, "Well, you get it how you live." Yeah, I'm not vexed. I just find it like the stuff that. That blows, but I guess I answered my own kind of um, my own question. Like I was thinking, like why do these things? Like I don't understand the 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 funniness behind the shaku shaku on the beat one specifically. Like no hate to the girl, whatever. Like she mm. was having fun with her friends. Um, but I watch it and I'm like, what is in this that is so funny? Am I missing something? But I guess it's just the fact that people add value to it by making it funny yeah. with their jokes and their memes. And the, the mad thing is, well, I don't know, but I I really doubt. That when these people, not not these two examples, but people in general, mm. go viral, mm-hmm. I doubt that they sit there intending to go viral. Mm. I think people have a lot of um, missed chances, like they not missed chances, but they'll people make video videos all yeah, the time. No, it's it's yeah. also it's there's a lot that yeah. precedes that that you don't see because it hasn't yeah. gone viral. I, I remember I, mean? I remember seeing. Um, I went That's to true. I went to something called the Black Business Show a couple of weeks ago. The name speaks for itself. And Marv Brown was there. And Marv Brown is behind um, Michael Dapper and Swill. And he also does a mm. lot of other video production. Really nice guy. Mm. And um, he was saying how, like, I mean, I'm paraphrasing him, but he was saying, when things go viral, you don't actually have to understand why they go viral. If you're trying to capture mm. something, you just have to capture it in the right time frame. So he was saying, like, I think people were doing like a Kiki challenge. Um and he was like, this, it's pointless if he were to get Michael Dapper to do one now, because that's kind of come and gone. Yes. But it's it's like you're capturing what is everything is cyclical, like fashion, right? And so it's like I remember someone put out um a meme calendar saying January, this was the meme of meme du jour, February, this was the meme du jour. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. do you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of like that. So yeah. and it's it's dictated by it's obviously dictated by by Twitter, primarily black Twitter, I might add. And mm. um they you know, the, the consensus decides what is going to be the meme of, of the day and what is going to be used to express something or express something funny. Yeah. And people can capitalize on that and, yeah. and monetize that. So. It's like a temporary language. Like it's a temporary mm. like lingua franca yeah. where mm. like, because in all of these instances, what you will see is um, it's like very kind of everyday humor. Like yeah. it's used to convey a scenario in yeah. which you know, everyday stuff happens and whatever the meme is, it's basically kind of, um, it is, I guess, like translated in such a way mm. that it kind of fits to kind of tell that story of whatever the everyday funny thing is. Yeah. 
No, let's that makes sense. It's a depiction, right? Of, yeah. of, a, of a situation or conversation, whatever it is. Mm, mm, that mm. meme of the day, which people are circulating around, mm. they're liking, they're retweeting. Mm, mm. People are putting their own spin on it and mm. that is propelling mm. it to go forward. Because you may not know the meme, but you'll mm. see somebody use it in a context and think, oh, rah, this actually is funny, but also makes sense. Mm. And yes. then, mm. ah, let me see what this thing is actually about. Yeah. Do you know because what I mean? So, me, for example, like most of the... F- the funniest memes I've seen recently have come from um, SpongeBob SquarePants, and I've never ever watched an episode of that. But what? I, I've never watched an episode of SpongeBob. You know, not a single episode. No, like people. Did you have a childhood? Bro? Yeah, I didn't bro. watch Nickelodeon for cartoons. I watched Nickelodeon, um, Nickelodeon for sitcoms and Cartoon Network for cartoons. I never watched any of the Nickelodeon cartoons. Wow. Yeah. Bro. I was just very specific about what I thought which channel did was used for what? Some so, bougie channel. Cartoon, yeah. cartoon Network. Like he had specific channels. Patrick Marche. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. On, man. Is wow. that bougie? I don't know, man. I just liked, I liked it's, the, selective you know? watching, man. Yeah, guy. selective watching. I, I guess. I just thought Nickelodeon was good for sitcoms. Keenan mm. and Kel, Sister Lord's Sister. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Nah, less so. Yeah, I didn't really so. watch that. There's some evil version of it out now, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. this Netflix. looked a bit dark still. Yeah, I just I, saw I, a pentagram I, in the title. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, that's I'm what I saw. I was, like, I was like, if I watch that, mm-mm, I have to start <laughs> cleansing my house. Um, but yeah, I never ever watched an episode of SpongeBob, but it, I didn't need to have done because mm. it's funny because it kind of just speaks yeah, for itself. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, I remember when I was younger, someone used to call me Patrick Starfish, and I never used to understand <laughs> why. <laughs> I was like, do I look like a starfish? Why That's so am funny. I? I didn't really get it, but yeah, I got it when I was probably about eighteen or nineteen when I realized. It was yeah, it. and all that time I thought that starfish thing was a tongue because it looks like a tongue because it's pink. Pat, you know Patrick Starfish. I bro, thought, I'm, I'm just not laughing. I've lost it. No, I'm not. This is not a joke. But I did like I didn't know that it was a starfish, so I was just very okay. confused. I, my point is, I had no idea about. SpongeBob, I still wow. don't. But, like, the but you can fun- understand it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a language and it's something that we all share in common, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then there's probably people who may be listening or just exist. And they, there's the same thing. People listening do exist. Um, <laughs> who are thinking that I would love to go viral, right? And have that exposure. Yeah. Because I'm actually doing, doing things properly, yeah? And yeah. it seems other things that go viral have to be in some way a little bit funny or yeah, funny, no, you do worky, have to capture. You, you do have to capture um, the the sentiment of the day and things like that. And and it's like notice how um, I mean, as I say, I, I don't actively use Twitter now, but I observe it. And I used to use it. I, I used to maybe up to a year ago, I used to use it. But notice how conversations in Twitter can come and they ebb and flow, right? So there'll always be in in, in like Black London Twitter, especially. I mean, maybe like other cities as well, but Black London Twitter is all I can really speak for. Is shout out to Black people in the rest of the UK. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. trust me, of course. Of hey, course. Michael, if you're listening, <laughs> like in Manchester, Michael Lane, oh, Manchester, Duns, and them. Yeah, there. but it's like it's like, up north. And it's like that he's the only guy we know. <laughs> shout him out, Khalil as Khalil well. As well. He's he's up in <laughs> two guys well. outside the whole of London. <laughs> no, shout out to well. Black people. All of them, man. Worldwide, innit? We actually have a worldwide listener. But it's like it's like, for example, like there'll be a conversation. That shout out black people in Ireland, by the way. I heard their accent the other day and I was baffed. Anyway, sorry, sorry, back to you, Tom. Tom's actually trying to say sorry, something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, yeah, I heard the accent, up. I was confused, yeah, big, big but big, big them up as well. Like you out there doing your, you're doing bits, you know. I saw your, some of your drill videos. Yeah, keep doing your Irish thing. drill. It's Irish drill. Yeah. I'll you have to show that to I'll, I'll try and find it. Yeah, let's, watch, let's um, watch them all. Sorry, back to Tom in the no, studio. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> back to Tom. Shut up, man. <laughs> no, I'm my seat. Um, <laughs> bruv, did you come on time today? 
Okay, all right. All right. My God, Innit, man. Take time. The take mad time. thing is, yeah, Kwaku's not here. There's a whole arm Innit, chair. There's a, there's I'm a sitting on by myself. You're just, I'm hey, on an entire four Kwaku, seat. If you're listening, we're not your, 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 your seat armchair. isn't occupied. Yeah. And Patrick hasn't Patrick's occupied the seat. I'm really stupid, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Innit, Brad? Man's could get me. Man's just say, oh, he's moving now. He's moving. He's moving now. That's so funny that you decided gonna have to test. You're going to have to test the mic. Hello? Yeah. Test the mic? Yeah. I forgot that Kwaku wasn't coming today. Calm. And then, yeah, okay. Tom, no, you bring, were saying, you need to bring the mic closer to you still. You were saying, Thomas. Right, sound a bit different still. But yeah, no, so I was saying, like, you see, <laughs> my God, it's very weird having you here. It's very different. The vibe is different. But yeah, so. Have to turn around now. Yeah, I know, same. I have to turn a little bit to you, Pat. But no, so like conversations in Twitter, they come and they go, they ebb and they flow. One person usually starts something, either someone who has become viral themselves or they have a product. That mm. product can be a physical product or platform that they've developed. Mm -hmm. Someone, or just, just, or we can hear a, a random story that has gained, you know, even stories that become viral. People discuss off the That's back of true. that. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So there's, there's been a few viral stories. There's been a, stories full, this there's week, been a few viral stories this week, right? <laughs> um, and it's kind of like that. And it's 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 basically Twitter's and it's a nice medium in the sense that it's it's mm. you know you can just hear stories one of unsung heroes which i think is cool even though that probably doesn't get spread but that's what i mean but there are people probably listening mm. feeling like i'm actually doing bits like i'm working on my business or i'm doing my thing doing and my thing. what i'm saying is important stuff but that's not the stuff that is allowed mm. to go viral <sighs> the world is unfair man Real talk. Um, Real talk. Oh, we're back to it, this dark place. No, no, no it's, just, it's no, like because there's a lot of people that I know on and off Twitter that you know that, like you said, they they're about what mm. they're about and they're putting in work and they're doing they're doing well offline. I I don't know necessarily because we need to come back to this discussion of like how much worth does going viral actually entail? Because it, it depends. Because it's seasonal. Because yeah, it's seasonal. Is hype? Um, can you really build something? Substantial off of it Yes A lot of the time you can A lot of the time you can't But What I was gonna say was Going viral online Isn't like It's not I don't think it's the holy grail There's a you whole world bits. Outside of Twitter yeah, exactly. Do you know what you I mean You can do oh, bits.com yeah. offline Do you know what I mean 100% 100% And that's the That's the thing It's just I, I, I think And somebody I was talking to um, Somebody who runs a, a, a business Who's just doing quite well And we were talking about The importance of having um, like a waterfront behind you. In other words, staying ready because if the moment ever comes where you become viral and mm. you have nothing as a foundation, mm, mm. then you have mm. you don't have a leg to stand on. If yeah. if you've got a leg to stand on and you've built stuff behind you, so what do you mean by a leg to stand on? What no, do you so mean what by I'm saying what, what what I'm saying is basically like mm. if you have if you if you have an intention to do something mm -hmm. and you you work on your craft, business, platform. Mm. Whatever, enterprise, whatever you want to call it, just mm. something that you're working on, you want to do. Mm. And you build you build on it when no one or very few people are are can observe it or are observing it. Yeah. When that moment comes where you become viral and people gain interest into what you're doing, there is material for people right. to go and see. And people right. are like, oh, right. pardon me. Like people are like, this is interesting. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you've become viral for one thing, mm. not to say you can't, you know, Build on that. propel yourself forwards. Mm. Then but you become a one-trick pony. Yeah, there's there's a risk of that happening. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There is, a, you know, and it's, it's why I always talk about the, the kind of top of cycle and the cyclical things. If you can catch the wave mm, and mm. understand what you need to do. Mm. Um, but Basically, you're saying 
be ready for yeah, an stay opportunity, ready. Stay but ready. make sure you have like a portfolio of stuff. Yeah, yeah, stay ready. To keep you relevant. Yeah. At least at, at yeah. least if that's your intention anyway, yeah. do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So obviously we, we talk about people like a Michael Dapper, we talk about people like yeah. a Moda Comedian. These they've people, been, they've been grinding for, for years, do you know what I mean? Mm. And so when they, be, when they became viral, you know, from... Swill, you know, Dr. Authority, who's my personal favorite, and then um, Mo with Julie. That's Michael Dapper's character. Yeah, Michael Dapper's yeah, 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 Dr. Yeah. Authority, and then um, Mo with Julie, couple of cans. Yeah. That caught attention, mm. but they had a platform behind them, they had yeah. an infrastructure behind mm. them, yeah. which meant that actually they could do something tangible and, mm. and monetize it in a different monetize it in, in another way. So mm. we know that, mm. you know, Mo's done his shows, and mm. we know that Michael Dapper's also done shows as mm. well, and, and that's because they've had an infrastructure behind them. So, so I feel like you're saying the key to it, the key to being successful off of going viral is just using it as a springboard rather than that being the end goal, going viral. Yeah, because things things... Especially, Going viral should yeah. be the springboard, not the thing to aim for. I mean, that's not the end goal. Un, 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 unless, unless your strategy is to consistently find ways. That's a lot harder. Mm, but though, that's yeah. very difficult because you need to consistently try and capture what sentiment is, which is that's an exercise in itself. Mm. And you can do it that way, but again, it's like, like also, what's, what's easier to do? If you know? following your your advice as well, I feel like if you have content that follows up the thing that made you go viral yeah you can also keep dictating yeah what goes viral yeah. what, what is what is the trend what is yeah. the thing that everybody everybody like yeah. couple of cans like he he blew up off of a couple of videos of that yeah. but because i'm guessing he had more one. in the bank yeah he could continue that thing because that yeah. thing lasted the whole summer yeah do you know what i mean like, There's a, but it's interesting because even in this conversation let's like let's be honest we are talking specifically about things that have gone viral um, in in a UK or even maybe even just a London context, right? Like we haven't thought about and like are, do these things translate in France, in Germany, in I think you can Canada. sometimes get a read across. So you know the um ah oh, what's the French guy that does those um oh those epic Will, videos Will, Will Aim I think is his name yeah Will M, yeah yeah as in Will like like A I M E okay. I think yeah. you know the guy that does the French guy yeah yeah but he does translations because he's cognizant that there's a an a, um, audience that doesn't necessarily Speak understand French. French yeah um I think he's done that kind of quite well bringing that across the channel. Mm. Um, so maybe there is something that kind of spreads across. I definitely think that things from America come here quite easily. Mm. Well, that's a whole nother question about like you know how we've always looked to America as like some paternalistic culture of entertainment. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean America being kind of a, a dictator in culture is just that is I that's mean, the size, world that we live in. That's the thing. Size like even when I look at companies, one of the questions that we often and this is relevant to the this discussion, when we talk to big companies that I look at for a living, one of the questions we get to ask them is when you're offering something, when you're offering a, a pri- when you're offering a price to the market, are you taking the price or are you making the price? Are you a price taker or a price maker? Mm. For example, for example, Michelin are the biggest tire company in the world, right? Everybody probably has a Michelin tire or from Continental or something. Michelin can tell we want to increase prices. In fact, they're doing it in North America. They're saying we're going to increase prices by X amount. No one can do anything because everybody drives. Everybody will drive on Michelin tires. Someone else who's significantly smaller, like a Chinese brand or something, mm. cannot do it to the same extent. So, in London, because we're in small in London, like we, you, you, you almost have to capture what people want you to do as opposed to I am such and such. Mm. Like a Jay Z and Beyonce can put out a joint album, tell no mm. one people are going to listen to it. I don't know. Everyone will listen to it, so not no one. But will what listen, you're saying is, it, you know, what I mean, it's yeah. that kind of thing. 
So mm-hmm. like those guys are almost like price makers. They make yeah, something. But that's because that they've already had that platform but, but that they um, built. America, I, I would argue that America's biggest export is its culture. Like it's yeah, been 100%, that, man. And I feel like they, since the turn of the last century, the 20th century, when that country modernized, and obviously it had the two world wars to actually build up its its economy as well. Yeah, 100%. But they're, one of their main... I don't know if it was um, a conscious thing or a subconscious thing, but it was to build up the profile of the United States to the out, out outside world, to it's the true. modern world. It's true. That's it's why true. I I believe that Hollywood, um, as much as it is, is an entertainment um, vehicle, it's a propaganda vehicle as well. Mm. I won't go into too much detail about it now. Maybe we can do it in yeah, another episode. I mean, government, really governments, have, now. I'll send it to you. governments have, the governments of the day in the US have turned to Hollywood Mm. I mean, to I go mean, and the, you know, so um, bring stuff the through. use of film um, as a popular kind of uh, pastime, yeah. it actually blew up during during the war era, so yeah, people yeah, could yeah. know what was going on. Like yeah. people would go to the cinema to watch newsreels about what was going on around the world, mm. especially mm. during the war. So it's very sort of the very start of it was a, it was a propaganda yeah, machine. Yeah. But yeah, even yeah. to this day, so like just for example, think about this, right? Um, gun culture in America. We all know about gun culture in America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. When you look at um, like action films, right? Yeah. And in an, in in like a billboard for an action film, there will always be like a hero, maybe sometimes a, a heroine. Yeah. But that person will have a gun, right? Yeah. Now imagine if in every t- every single time there was like a man or a woman with a gun, instead of a gun, they just had a dagger in their hand. Yeah. That would look weird, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it would. But because we've been conditioned to see a hero with a gun so much, a man standing there with a gun in his hand, looking kind of dangerous and cool, is completely normal to us. But put any other kind of like instrument of violence in their hand, it will look a bit odd. And that's a very, very small example. But that's what I mean about how we normalize and imagine like here for us, like seeing a hero with a gun is a normal, pretty normal thing. Mm. In America, how much more so? Because obviously, guns in a lot of states in America. Straps in Walmart, blood. See what I mean? So <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we've gone slightly off, off topic. Yeah. But America, they they for me their biggest no, export is their culture. Export. Do you know what so, I had? No, no. To, to add to that point, I remember um, someone was having a conversation with Tim Westwood about this, and the discussion. <laughs> Look, just I'm talking about the discussion, not Tim, right? Tim Westwood, um, baby. Man's like, Westwood. in his 60s now. He's like 61. Yeah, yeah. But oh, some, someone was asking him about the whole, um, like the UK envy of the US, you know, artists in the UK trying to break out into the US mm. and, and kind of almost not abandoning what they're giving to the UK, but that kind of conversation. He said, mm-hmm. to compare size-wise, like the UK to the US is almost a little bit unfair just because of what you said, mm. the US ex- exporting culture. Right, and he said you almost have to think about it like the U- the UK. If you're going to compare it like that, you must have to think about the UK being like a state as opposed to a big country that can compete on a like for like basis mm, with the US. Mm, mm. And I think about it, there, there'll be music in Florida or mm. Texas that we won't necessarily know about, mm-hmm. but it's got that kind of it's got that yeah, whole locally, state on lock. It's big, yeah, but, I want you know, yeah. I guess okay. Sorry, just to bring it back a little bit because we we sort of got lost on this America thing, right? But we're thinking about. How do things spread? And ultimately, mm. can something going viral spread across the whole globe? And like, yeah, of course. Can we think of anything? Opa, Gangnam like, Style. Yeah, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style <laughs> and all of those things, right? So yeah. what is the value in in that? Like what, or something that has gone viral globally, What? why? Is there a value? 
Is there, I mean, that's a, that's I mean, a, that's a mad question, bloody. For Gangnam Style, like, I feel like it was just like, this is quirky, this is weird, it's very catchy. That is it, basically. Like, I don't mm. think it's an exact science. Like, yeah. there isn't an exact formula for what goes viral. Yeah. There are things and where, probably like, people sitting trying to work that out. It's like their day job. Oh yeah, of course. You know, like, in all these things, yeah. they were trying to work that out. You know, yeah. um, there are definitely th- like there are um, kind of um, yeah, there there are attributes of things that are quite consistent. A lot of the time, it has to do with humor, or at least something that will kind of lighten your mood. Will make you laugh or make yeah. you, do you know what I mean? Because I think there's so much badness in the world that people want a bit of light relief. So very often the things that tend to go viral are things that are funny or things that yeah. are lighthearted. But I, I mean, I'm not an expert. See, None I'm of us here are, yeah, but sorry, I, I don't think it's an exact science. I, I don't think it's a science at all, but I mean, mm. I believe you and I agree with you on the point that it's things that are just funny and lighthearted and silly. Mm. But then I get all like, this is where like the other me comes in. And I start thinking, well, Obviously, things that are of educational value or are social movements that are perhaps revolutionary or ideas that are going to pertain to people actually sure. challenging yeah. the system yeah. will never go viral because there's a whole system designed to stop that from happening. I mean, look, and they I will got, never. I got to disagree with that though. But they will never. I don't. Okay, let me, just, Arab, let me just land. Let me okay, just land. Yeah, yeah. They will never be allowed to have this global presence of there are literally millions and millions of people mm. who are back in this for days on end mm. um, and it's talked about for days on end by millions and millions of people across the globe mm. to the point where it then actually just becomes part of the story that's happening which is what we're talking about with memes and stuff mm. like that mm-hmm. because the, it, it's against the system so it won't be allowed to do that so anything that's of educational value mm. probably won't go viral well I, I, I gotta disagree like I feel like um, and I was a bit short-sighted and when I was discussing the kind of things that allow the, the kind of attributes that allow things to go viral. We've, I feel like we've forgotten like at the beginning and the, like during the first half of this decade, let's say from like 2011 to 2015, mm. there was a lot of, um, uh, there were a lot of social movements that went viral, that changed things. And that brought things like, the, one of the reasons why a lot of us, you know, we've got into this thing of being woke, like that all started with, um, Trayvon Martin and um, Ferguson um, with Mike Brown as well like before that people weren't really on this kind of like social justice thing like that do you see what I mean okay so, okay. Oh, okay I see your oh, okay, point cool. in terms of things like that like cool. those things yeah. went viral and those things are very very anti-establishment oh no I, so, so the, the Arab the, Spring as well yeah so the, the, the and there have been like sorry I know that I'm going against what I just said but there have been like charity campaigns as well like no makeup selfies for cancer awareness for cancer yeah like I, I definitely feel like um, ice bucket challenge. Um, yeah, all of these, all of these things. I mean, they they do have their kind of um, use by date, I guess, but you can't deny the fact that they did go viral. And I think it, like having some sort of like social responsibility also is a, is is a driving factor. It can be a driving factor. At least it mm. has been a driving mm. factor in allowing things to go viral. Maybe that was just a phase. Maybe that's mm. something that's now gone out of fashion. Oh, I mean, Maybe well, people so, are a lot more but, cynical now. Yeah. And the thing is, so when I used to work um, in my previous job and part of the, the end of the workshop was you get kids to create an action plan of how they're going to create a campaign that will change the world. Right. Part of it was always when it came to when kids said, I want to do something on social media, it was always is this going to be fun enough or silly enough to catch people's attention? Mm. Because if you're just going to be serious on like a serious tip, probably the likelihood is that you're not going to get a viral mm. campaign. Mm. The, the, I mean, I think, I think 
the humor thing. People, I think a lot of people turn to Twitter for humor. Yeah. And almost it's a used as an, a form of escapism. Because Escape, yeah. it's yeah, funny. Like away it's from funny. the world. Yeah. But there are also, on the other side, that people who use it to not have serious conversation, but actually fact find yeah. and things like that. And actually find stuff that the, the press maybe uh, won't necessarily be inclined to tell you about. Do you know what I mean? Um, I say that in this kind of conspiracy way, but actually it's just... it. it it might not be profitable for them to tell certain stories, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and Twitter can actually help that because of the fact that, as Patrick, you said earlier, everybody on Twitter is essentially a creator of content. Yeah. And so if you're bringing out content, which someone isn't going to publish, but you think it's it's worth watching, then you can put it out on Twitter. And actually, if, if somebody can see something that is worth pushing out, like, as you said, stuff with you know, Ferguson and things like that, then that's going to get pushed out as well because the media might not necessarily want to push that out. So yeah. there's that there's that other side as well in terms of you know you know uh, people people gaining like viral status and stuff like that and videos gaining viral status. I mean, in terms of how it happens, mm. I don't. You're right. I don't think there is an exact science. People Maybe. have spoken about um, networking effects um, about how it's very it's just it's it's very simple. It's almost like it's like the theory of how, not theory, but it's how like bacteria spreads around. It spreads yeah. around very locally and then it just kind of just yeah. spreads through a web of things. It's yeah, like when, it's the tipping when, point you were talking when about. Apple first came with like the iPhone into the UK, mm. um, I think they, someone read an article somewhere in one of these interesting magazines about how they were working with Telefonica, i.e. O2, um, of how to basically spread the product and just kind of putting on O2 or creating nice bundles that would give people an incentive it was like a family and friends incentive. So if I had an iPhone, you could have an iPhone yep. and you could get a nice little bundle and then you pass it on and da da yep. da, da, da. Yep. And that's why often when, when you get these kind of deals, there's often a share it with your family and friends, you get a discount, they get a discount as well. Mm -hmm. It's to spread it on. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now Twitter doesn't necessarily have that in the sense that you don't get, you don't, you may not necessarily gain anything in terms of, you know, some money by spreading something. Actually, you are kind of passing on some utility to someone else by putting it on your timeline, and mm -hmm. someone basically piggybacking yeah. off you. And do you know what I mean? It's like that network effect. That's kind of how I feel it's like done, the, so. I, I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like part of the reason people share things as well is because it's almost like you want to be like a, a go to for good content, like subconsciously. Like when you see something, you think, "Oh, let me retweet this," because you want other people to see what you've seen, right? Very often, I feel like it's like this thing of, I need to share it so that people will know that, I've, I, 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 like I, I have good things. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it's about sort of building up your own profile as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's just so me. Maybe me, I'm, just, me being you question, I'm just being honest. No, no, about I, I being subconscious about it. You're both on Twitter. How many followers do you have on Twitter, roughly? Uh, not that many, like 1,700. So, seventeen hundred. They're still of good size. Yeah. But like, what about you? Are you shocked like that? No, but that's <laughs> Sorry, still, man. 1,700 <laughs> is, still, is still a good number. 1,700. I didn't know that still. But like, higher or lower than you thought? Higher than I thought. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, like, what about you? How many, how many followers do you have? I've got about 11,000. So, and I'll ask you a question. Why do you think that you have... You're 11,000, you're 2,000 followers. They call it to just round number. Yeah. Why do you have your 11? Why he do you has have 10 two? times as many followers as But like it doesn't matter. But yeah. it doesn't, for it, for just ask him, it doesn't matter. Why do you think you have that, those many followers? Why? Yeah, it's a good question. Mm. 
And I, and I, I agree. This is why you, when you said the tipping point, I believe there was a tipping point on my own Twitter profile mm. where I went from having. Would like, you like to plug it right now? People sure not people know what it is. But people know. Just, I don't just care. plug it. Though. No, just but there was there was <laughs> a point no. on my Twitter where I just had like six hundred followers, and then I wrote a blog, and then my blog catapulted me up to like two thousand five hundred within like a couple of days. You wrote a blog, swear down. Yeah. About what? I, my race. first blog that I wrote about was about um, being mixed race. Yeah, I remember you're not that one. Mixed with white and black. Okay. Cool, um, cool. And it's called Fifty Shades of Beige. Oh, oh I, I remember, remember that. that. I remember yeah. that. And actually, that, and that was on like free online magazines. So then my Twitter just blew okay, up in like okay. this one big jump. Yeah. And then from there, it's been like incremental. And every time I've done like a BBC thing or a, I'm on TV or something Name's like that, then it just comes up a little bit more. And I, I oh, think Bilal from Twitter. Shut up, that's, man. that's what that's nowadays. That's what happens. You go to France. Yeah, yeah. when we went to in the I middle should, of Afro Park. I, I should add. Yeah, when we, when we went to Afro Park, <laughs> which is a wonderful trip. Like when we went, that was a great. We trip. were constantly. Well, I say we. I Bilal was constantly. Bobby. Oh, shut up. Are you are you Bilal from Twitter? Are you Bilal? Any anyway. No, that, to be fair, that soundbite happened once, but exactly. he, there was a lot of that photo, wasn't constant. No, I would no. I don't, but there nah. was there was a lot of photo opportunities. No, for Bilal. No, one photo. That are you. No, that are you Bilal this, from Twitter happened okay. more than once. Can we once. move on from this conversation? More this than once. And, the right, and, and Patrick, I'll move, I'll move to you. Why do you, why do you think you, you got your 2,000 followers? Uh, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Uh, I think sometimes I, I don't really fall into a Twitter category. Like I'm not like a mm. funny tweeter. I'm not like a, a social justice tweeter either. Or I'm not, I'm just, I just retweet and tweet about stuff. That's mm. in my head, to but be honest. And seventeen hundred people decided that they want to see that on their so timeline. I, um, I, I would say, from a third party-ish perspective, <laughs> okay, that you're both you're both <laughs> so you back. You're both social commentators of sorts. Do you know? Yeah, what I yeah, mean? I definitely. Am a you're social both social commentator. And, and so and so. Yeah. What I, what I think is that people resonate with that, um, and obviously it's probably in slightly different different categories. I mean, I, I don't know what you guys tweet, but. You both are social commentators, and I think people basically. The mad thing is, he does because we figured out already that he just <laughs> Yeah, he loves to say, oh, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. But I, I think that because you're social commentators, people resonate with that. And then actually, when you put out good content, people like it. And same thing yeah. with you. I think that's basically what it is. And I think people. But, we, we, but we, there's a difference you know, between that and going viral. No, but I think that's the foundation, though. That's I think what you're talking yeah, about having a platform. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about if you go viral, you need to have a platform to fall back on as sort of your foundations, right? Whereas if you could, because then you'll end up just being a seasonal like a one flash in the pan, one trick yeah, pony that everyone forgets about. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I can see that. I see that. As, yeah, that actually makes I mean, sense. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a hard and fast rule. Mm. I just think to me, it makes It's the same thing. And this is the same thing. It's the same thing as religions and when they start, how you, like, how most religions will start as something that's seen as a cult or a sect and then. Somehow we've got like these six or seven debatable major world religions mm. that you conceive as major world religions because when they first started, they mm. were this new contradictory thing against the status quo, mm. challenging the norms. But the reason they were able to survive once a central figure had either passed on or, you know, had, had changed, um, the reason they were able to survive was because of the key figures there that kept it going. Right. And that's similar to this structure mm. of going viral and having a platform to that's fall back on. That's very interesting. I never really thought about it. Yeah, because I've I've been debating people lately about so how. So you're saying like back in the day, religions was the thing like last like 
that was going viral back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Having when you look, yeah. having you followers. Think, oh imagine, my days, okay. my mind is blown. Yeah. yeah. Having followers. Literally having followers. So Jesus was just like sitting on 500 followers on Twitter if he was in today's yeah. world. <laughs> bruv, and imagine. Then, and then, got that core 12 and then because of St. Paul and then man there, and then got mm-hmm. up to Rome and everything, they was talking about it. After Jesus died, like man had mad, like millions mm-hmm. of, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just. Oh. Imagine it's my like mind 30, is 35 AD or whatever. And Jesus has just been crucified. Yeah, man had like 12 followers still. And was gone. Yeah, was followers. no longer around. Like his Twitter account was, was deactivated. One retweet from his, lo- like from Mary Magdalene, that was it. Yeah, his Twitter account's deactivated or whatever. <laughs> but there are still people there putting out, putting out useful content putting on his content behalf. On his, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like so that. sick Bilal man Maybe you should become a pastor Real Like talk, if that's your calling Because that's, that's a sermon bro Bruv, Like that's actually like <laughs> no, You know You know what's mad is I've preached in churches before No one I don't really No I remember when you used to like, I've seen pictures talk, You yeah. remember I've Yeah seen back, pictures, in, back in the day in I didn't know you I went, to, I went to church in Cambridge as well But I didn't preach I was there, there. I saw you up on, um, up on the stage I didn't talk there You did, you did a couple of testimonies still That's when you was a sweet uh, boy man A testimony is different to preach That's when you didn't have your main My first lecture I ever gave was two people training to be youth pastors in Cambridge. Really? Yeah. They invited me to come and come and um, give a lecture about what it's like, um, what, what I know about youth work and mm. stuff like that. Mad. Anyway. Yeah. Mad. But we, yeah, this this idea of going viral. Before we wrap this up, I just want to discuss this thing of black Twitter being the vehicle for things going viral and how companies are trying to use that. Because it's, it's not... dangerous. Open, often it's not... Um, about the positive reaction from Black Twitter, they also bank on negative reactions from Black Twitter, i.e., using outrage to push whatever it is that they want to push and market. So, what do you think about that, guys? What, what do I think do, about yeah, like, people using outrage? Look, as as we said earlier, or well, let's let's start with why do we think Black Twitter is such an important vehicle for things going viral? Like Salt Bay was, was made viral because of Black Twitter. Let's go back to. Chicken connoisseur. Let's go. Let's go back to. I remember the night. The blew up. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to the. I think season one when we spoke about celebrity favorites and things like that. Okay. And we talk about Skepta and change makers and taste makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's and, do it. Let's you know do it. that. You know. Um, <laughs> Why are you not? No, but it's we we had the conversation about being like Black London, Twitter, especially. Black Twitter in general as well. Let's conclude the US, include everyone. Yeah, even. because it's it's the US as well. Even yeah, yeah. in, I'm sure there's other countries where Black Twitter is doing bits. Like obviously, I I don't really speak the language that well. No, but like even like Brazilian Twitter, a lot of the people that I follow off Brazilian Twitter, they're Black people as like in a very similar way. Like the things that they find funny, and the things that go viral because of them. Anyway, just yeah. just you know, just I don't know, just 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 source in it, source. Flavor. I think it source. goes back to. Um, what we talked about around black people always being involved in the cult, the creation of like things that are deemed as like culture and funny. Did we ever sort of unpack why that is? Let's like, do it. Obviously, this there's various not, theories. And, I don't think we're going to get to that in this episode. No, but yeah, it is very interesting. Is it because you know, black people, we're like, where wherever in the diaspora we are, we have a tendency to be creative, and is that because of a lack of? Other opportunities. I don't know. I think. Do you know what I mean, but I think partially. But I think that's that's. I think that's best left as a rhetorical question on this episode. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll cover it in another that's episode. Really, but it's a very interesting it, one man. because, in in a similar way, um, like cultures where you see like a lot of inherent um creativity. Like let's talk in the British Isles, mm. um, Irish culture 
music is a very important part of Irish culture, more so than the kind of Anglo-Saxon English culture that you have. At mm. least that's to my very, very limited knowledge. Mm. And I want to know whether that is part and parcel of oppression, essentially, being yeah, on say, the other end like, of oppression like, um, and, and using art and um, creativity as a, almost like yeah. a sort of I, cathartic I feel, process. I feel like when I think about genres, maybe like, a, like crime um, here, rap in the US, mm. um, I'm talking about early stages as well, because obviously it's evolved, you know, those genres have evolved into something else. And even drill that we're seeing now in the UK, because mm-hmm. I don't really, I never really followed the Chicago stuff too much, so the drill here. Mm. Um, those, those genres, mm. at least at inception anyway, were mm. expressions of what people saw around them. Mm. And people could resonate mm. to the sounds and like people, people could, they could relate, they could mm. enjoy it, they could resonate to it, all of those mm. things. And mm. that created a, a, a that, that created a viral sound, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. That's why mm. grime in London, we have to go up maybe a decade or two to go back to that, that point. Yeah. But it gained, there was just a sound that. Yeah. You heard it and, and it, it just sounded like London when mm. it came out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, you know, mm. white label classics or even like you go to New York hip hop and them kind of it old, sounded like you know, the environment. it sounded like the environment. Yeah. And, and it was an expression of what was going in, going on at, yeah. in the environment at the time. And I guess so, a lot of the time it's like, it's an expression of pain, even though we don't really realize it. So like, even when it go when you go back to the origins of rhythm and blues, you go back to like, um, what do they call them? I don't like the word, but I guess that's what they call Negro spirituals. Like mm. these things, like they come, like the the, the musicianship yeah. comes from a, a place of pain. Well, someone said that Negro spirituals were used um, as a way of slaves communicating with each other mm. about, um, so, ah, I remember this, whether it was, it was either to when to know when to escape or to know when mm. like the slave owner was coming, but it was mm. to use it in a musical way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, singing like, like it, the song Wading in the Water, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, how you got to move. Right, you have um, to tread you know, carefully. Yeah, yeah, like that. Very similarly, that's um, how um, capoeira, the martial art um, form, art form in um, Brazil came about, like, uh, they it's martial arts, but they they made it seem like it was a dance to disguise what they were actually doing, which is training to to basically kick some cracker ass, basically. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe that's what we're doing with things that go viral as well. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I I know we've gone kind of off a little bit off topic, but it's about understanding why Black Twitter is that vehicle for things for creativity and things going viral. And I guess, yeah, like we've, we've tried to answer what is essentially yeah, I mean, that's a complicated just, that's, question. That's, I also think another thing is that's like, it's just another, it's just another medium that we've adopted in the sense that mm-hmm. other people have ballet, other people have, mm. um, I mean, black people have literature as, as well, of course, but kind of the literature that's well publicized it's very white, very kind of pale. Do you know what I mean? Like the, mm. you know, so I mean, I it's kind of changing around now, but it's just the medium that we've chosen to adopt. And it's almost mm. like, like it doesn't, also there's, there's almost, there's a low barrier to entry in terms mm. of creating these costs. Mm. Then they're relatively inexpensive. And I believe it's nice, it's nice to have something like a shared experience. Yeah. Even if that experience is virtual with people you don't know. Mm. And it's just, it's just jokes and things that, there's a shared sense of humor 
um, there's a shared sense of this is I understand this, and then it becomes a language that you can yeah. take off. Yeah, man, that is it. Because yeah, I'm like that is probably why Black Twitter is kind of like it almost doesn't have borders in that we can identify with Black Twitter in America and Black Twitter in other countries because we lived a very similar, not the same, a very similar shared experience. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it does come back to this thing of kind of dealing with trauma, dealing like it being a cathartic thing. Because we we talked about like a lot of the time people like use these memes and stuff as light relief, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're talking about it from a sort of a demographic perspective, the people that are more likely to use Twitter for that reason yeah. are people that have to deal with headache, trauma on a daily maybe, basis. Maybe. I just think that there are like, I f- I can see why you'd say that, mm. but I also think that anybody can just use Twitter for jokes. No, of course I'm not. I'm I'm not saying we we're, we're the only people that use it for jokes. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is it's two things. One, we're probably more likely to use Twitter as a way to kind of look for something, look for a space where we can articulate ourselves and kind of basically it's giving us a platform that is completely democratized. Yeah. I.e., yeah, there's I no there's no boundaries to get into it but also yeah but also because so many of us as black people in the modern world in in you know in a post-colonial world i know i don't really want to get too academic in this but in a post-colonial world the black lived experience there are a lot of similarities no matter where you are within the Mm -hmm. diaspora like everybody knows what it is as a black person what it is to be a nigger essentially so i'm saying so because we have that like that is the kind of thing that allows us to kind of okay like i like the same way that black Americans are laughing at this, like I can identify that as a black mm. Brit with Caribbean parents. You see what I'm saying? What's Maybe, but then I would I would strongly disagree with you mm. on the fact that we can understand this together because the amount of diaspora wars and slander there are, yeah. particularly around the things that go viral in memes and jokes, because people are like, oh, I just don't get it, you know? Like, especially from the That's Americans. True. That's true. And so I understand your point about mm. creativity coming from pain. Mm. I would disagree with you on like this shared understanding. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I, 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 I think, no. I, I think, I think in terms of the experience being shared, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, obviously, there's I'm not a point calling where it, it a stops. Monolith. No, 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 no. Obviously, mm. there, there are plenty of nuances, mm. not even nuances. There are plenty of significant differences. And ignorance about each other as well. Yeah. But I think in terms of the, um, I mean, also, I think part of it is maybe just, the conditioning and the way in which we we've grown up to realize what humor actually is in the sense that mm. we may not appreciate very dry humor yeah or you know that kind of smart sarcastic witty humor we have time and appreciation for it but in terms of it becoming viral you know because of the fact that twitter can be used as a form of escapism you don't want something which is funny on a very intellectual level which damn this is actually funny when you think about it as opposed to on site this is funny or it's just funny because it's stupid yeah. do you know and what I, I mean I think we've come full circle in talking about mm. how the things that are allowed to go viral mm. or the things that tend to go viral mm. for the most part are things that are light hearted mm. funny because mm. it offers us a sense of release offers mm. us escapism mm. we've touched upon pain and creativity mm. we've talked about how black people are the creators of culture we've talked about how that gets commodified sometimes and mm. co-opted we've talked a lot about like how how perhaps we don't agree with what happens as the next steps for people if they do go viral and then then if, if it's a short if it's a short-lived thing mm. um if they don't have a platform or a leg to stand on as tom called it there's a lot in this conversation right mm. 
And I just want to wrap it up because of like time. Because mm. this has been this is this has been good. And like for our listeners listening, yeah, you must have bare things going on in your head. I hope, or nothing going on in your head. That's fine. Um, but it'd be wicked to like take this conversation online and make this conversation go viral. You get me? That would be <laughs> fun. Um, because I, I think for me, I guess my personal pain point is, like as I've expressed it, it's annoying that perhaps things that are more pertinent to creating change for people in their lives don't go viral. Mm. But things that are funny and lighthearted do. But I guess like mm. I take both of your points on like yeah. I don't come on Twitter for 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 deep stuff. I come on here for jokes. Well, I mean, this is part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, to be honest, because I was like, listen, serious discussions, I don't have them anymore on Twitter. Because it's not it's, for me, it's not, <laughs> it's not the place. It's not the platform. platform. Seventeen hundred. It's not the platform. Huh? No, <laughs> no, but <laughs> I don't have enough people to talk to. No, <laughs> it's not but the platform. I remember the day when I was just like, I don't come on Twitter to have these like lofty debates yeah. anymore yeah. because people are not here to actually have a proper yeah, nuanced debate. Some, somebody yeah. once said to me, it's about clout and retweets. How many times? When was the last time you saw someone on Twitter having a debate and someone actually politely listened. one yeah. listen, but I was going to say two politely actually concede and say, actually, no, do you know I don't what? actually you make a like today. Point. You disagree with me without telling me to go and you know telling me about my mum. Like that doesn't happen on Twitter very often. Do you know what I mean? Like people, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. People, you have to cuss someone out. When people yeah. on social media go to war <laughs> yeah. with each other, I mean, it's actually, never, I, it's never to get any sort of yeah. solution. Yeah. You're trying to score points. Yeah. You're trying to get one up. It's, and like one up, it's like I have an opinion. I'm right. Someone else can have the completely opposite opinion, but say I'm right as well. Mm. When they come together, they're not going to concede. The yeas are just different. I, saw, mm. I actually did see something funny once of, of two um, people, two Canadians arguing actually. Oh yeah. So, and I, even that was a funny meme in itself because yeah, of the reason yeah. why was someone said, oh, actually this is wrong. And someone oh, said, actually God. I am wrong. I apologize. And it was like, this is actually like a rare- Yeah man, it's like a yeah. unicorn. Of, it's a unicorn, a rare type of conversation. People don't go on social media. No. You're not trying to- Debate and have a discussion which is going to provide a solution, or you're certainly not going. You, if you, if, if you, I think it's definitely more about to like social media, Twitter can definitely be used for spreading a message, mm. but when you want to discuss that message or discuss arguments, that it's not the place. Mm. And, the, and the problem as well is that ultimately, mm. um, when you're talking to someone, when you're communicating with someone, you can get lost in words and characters. So it's like, for example, it's like the best way obviously to communicate with someone is face to face because you can see everything. Mm. You can, you can hear the way, you can hear the way they sound. Mm. You can see the, you know, intonations in voice. You can yeah. hear that too. You can see their face. You can read the body language. And exactly. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, the best form. If you have to kind of take a layer back, perhaps on Skype or something else like that. Mm. If you take a layer back, perhaps on phone the phone. Yeah. yeah. And then, but as soon as you start getting into words, mm -hmm. there is, you know, that can get lost in translation, you know, because people, people can even interpret someone using um, a form of exclamation, like an exclamation mark. Someone could say, oh, this is really aggressive. Or someone is just like exclamation mark happy. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that people can, Perceive and it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe so, that's why they what? started so many wars in medieval times, man. Maybe. People sending a message to and, and, and that's why people just needed to dance it off back then as well. <laughs> you get me for days. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> and on that point, right, I just want to wrap it up. It's been a good conversation yes. about things going viral. I've actually once again learned a lot. Yeah. I hope you lot have too, listening in. If you want to join in the conversation, um, use the hashtag OTB chats um, at us on Twitter at OTB podcast UK send us an email too we love getting your emails it's OTB podcast UK at gmail.com 
Um, we're on Instagram as well, OTB Podcast UK. You can see a trend going on here. Um, and just want to end with like an announcement, which is really cool. Apologies for actually putting this on our Twitter. I've now taken it off our Twitter account. But we have um, kindly by the people at Faber Books, which is F-A-B-A Books, if you want to check out their Instagram, um, been offered a 30% discount on all books. And they specifically promote like black authors or people of color as authors and they've got some great books got out some good there stuff, man. really good stuff mm, i'm gonna yeah. buy all my christmas presents as books off of there yeah. and you can have a 30 percent discount on their website by using discount code otbp2018 um, which is otbp2018 um, at the checkout um, and yeah, just send them a message at us as well to let us know if you've done it. That'd be yeah, wicked man. too. I've, I've done mine already. Yeah. Oh, really? Books. Yeah, I bought Rise Up Stormzy's um, Stormzy's book, and, nice. and I bought um, an, like a sort of coffee table book about um, Black Britain. Like, um, yeah, just sort of photography from early, early sort of like nineteen sixties, seventies days. I think. Cool. Um, but I just, I just thought I was like, I need to have that for my coffee table. Wicked. So yeah, use so, it yeah. already, man. Use it already. Use it, guys. It'll be helpful for you. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, take care. Have a great rest of your day.